Hi everyone, it's Roger here from what's on at DisneyPlus.com. It's Friday, it's time for your quick Disney Plus News Roundup, where we're going to be talking about the actors going on strike. We're also going to be talking about what Bob Iger spoke about on CNBC, which includes merging in Hulu with Disney Plus, selling the linear channels, and much more. But before we go any further, make sure you do hit that subscribe button to keep up with the latest Disney Plus news. Okay, so let's kick things off talking about the Screen Actors Guild, who have now gone on strike as of today. So that means that they basically cannot start filming or doing voiceover work, etc., on films and series. Um, and there's some kind of issues where there are things that they could do. You know, they can do like podcasts and they can do um, game shows and things like that. But generally, it means right now that yeah so there's no acting going on so there's going to be like no marvel shows or star wars shows being made for disney plus or anything like that now unfortunately because of the writer's strike that started a couple of months ago most of the production and stuff hasn't really been moving on so far and things have been sort of shut down anyway so not a huge amount of stuff really coming to an end um but it just means that as the strike goes on and we don't know how long this is going to go on for it could be months it could be weeks I mean, they can't really go on much longer than that because I think, you know, the studios and the actors are going to have to come together at some point. But it is going to be very tricky. We are going to have a very different full season than we are how used to. Um, it's actually about 60 years since the actors and the writers have been on strike at the same time. This is really kind of something that we've not really seen before. And yeah, things are just looking pretty ropey right now in the US. All of this basically comes down to the writers and also the actors are trying to get more money for the work that they do, which is understandable, you know, price of everything's going up, inflation, etc. But the residuals of money, which is what they get from streaming services like Disney+, Plus, Netflix, etc., is much lower than it was when it was on linear television. And they are getting much less, and there's this kind of big sort of, of uh, thing going on right now where the studios are saying we can't afford to give you the money of what you used to get on linear because we don't make the same kind of money that we make um, on streaming as we do from linear and therefore that is the big thing the studios are looking at it right now going they don't want to do it there are some differences for example like netflix doesn't really do residuals they pay more up front but they really don't want the residual system because they don't use that system at all and Ultimately, right now, it is a case of the studios want some stuff and obviously the actors want other things. There are other some issues like the use of AI. There's some really like weird things being talked about. The fact that the studios wanted to have like background actors scan them in, you know, and pay them for one day's work, but then they could use that person as a back-in stand for another film or something for like for the rest of eternity, which just does not seem fair. It just does not seem fair. Now you gotta remember as well. The, while the actors and stuff, you know, yeah, it's, you know, it's difficult maybe to kind of look at the strike and kind of think, you know, people that are on like Tom Cruise or something like that, you know, and then they've got millions of dollars and, you know, they get paid hundreds of millions of dollars for films and stuff. Yeah, it's not them that are really going to be impacted by this as much. It's people that maybe just, you know, most people that work as actors still have side jobs. You know, a lot of people that are background actors and stuff, I've, I've got a few friends and stuff that do that. You know, they need, you know, they aren't getting a lot of money for this. You know, there's not a lot of money um, actually in acting and most people don't make it. And um, so therefore it's about the, like, the longevity of like the world is changing to streaming and the business model that was in place for linear doesn't work for streaming. So I think there is a case of 
on both sides that you know there needs to be some adjustments um to to the model you know we are going to see some more um, advertising and stuff coming in on streaming etc um some of the things for example like the actors um give what they wanted is they wanted a percentage of all of streaming services subscription money and then they would divvy out the residuals from that the studios were like nope we're not doing that and you know you can see it from both sides on that one there and i definitely feel like we're at a point now where like personally i feel like you know, if the residuals can't go through the way they have been, we, they are seriously going to have to start paying more upfront to actors. That's one way that they could do it. Um, again, studios don't want to do that. We are in this real, um, just awkward situation right now with um, sort of the actors and the writers who realistically need more money than they, they are making. You know, some of them are struggling to to live in Los Angeles. Is it very expensive to live there? You know, you know, if you live somewhere differently, you know, you might look at the wages, what they're earning, and kind of saying. Well, well, I could live on that, yeah, but in like Los Angeles, you wouldn't be able to, you know, like the rents like in New York, etc. You know, they're all so much higher. And so it's, it's a very tricky situation, but there's definitely, I think right now, there needs to be some bend on both sides. Um, if the studios are going to have to bend, I mean, personally, I don't get why they don't just kick the AI stuff down the can and just be like, oh, well, okay, we're not going to use it. We'll deal with that at a later date, you know, rather than having that as a major issue but the big one really is about the residuals from streaming and how they make their money and also kind of yeah it's, it's going to be um really painful we are going to see a lot less content dropping onto disney plus and hulu and other streaming services in the years ahead this is going to have impacts for a long time because while disney has like stockpiled some shows and films you know we've got lots of marvel and star wars stuff in the can eventually they are going to run out um, so there is going to be an issue, you know, like if they don't get some of the films filmed, it might have impacts on like next year. Though you you could also look at it as well. I think some of the studios are look, like Disney are looking at the fact that this shutdown means that they can sort of stop spending money and have maybe a few months of like really trying to not, not spend the money that they used to to try and kind of get their books better. So that there is they might want a little bit of a thing, but. Some things can still carry on, so like documentaries, game shows, unscripted uh, reality stuff, and all of that, that's what we're going to be seeing a lot more on like on linear television this coming winter. We're probably going to see a lot more documentaries and stuff. So that, I think, going to get affected. Animation as well, um, like the 20th television stuff, like Family Guy, etc. That does get affected because they can't do the voiceover work. Um, same thing for the animated stuff, you know, you wouldn't get that. But generally, animation can kind of still carry on. A lot of this stuff has been like pre-done in advance. They can't do promotions. So, for example, like at the upcoming premiere for the Haunted Mansion film, they're going to be doing that at Disneyland, and the actors can't be there, so they're going to be flying in um, cast members from different Haunted Mansions around the world there, and they're going to have a bit of a fan event. But they they probably have filmed stuff in advance. So over the next few months, we might see them doing things on on like YouTube and stuff. But that was probably filmed before today. So just be aware of that one. There are some other things as well to be aware of. Internationally, it doesn't affect like shows and stuff being filmed as much. But there are some caveats to that. There are, you know, some actors might not be doing it. Um, for example, like House of Dragon is being filmed here in the UK right now. And that one should be able to continue because it's not a SAG production. But there has been reports of it's like like today they've, they've, they've not filmed. So there might be some issues going on. There is still stuff going to be filmed. Um, you know, British shows and Australian stuff and things in Korea. So we're probably still going to have stuff. But yeah, like big US Hollywood actors and stuff can't be involved. So it's going to be very, very messy. You know, they have gone through strikes before um, and, you know, that's what's happened in the past with them kind of leaning more in on that kind of content. But we are going to see a lot less. 
but then Bob Iger has said that he wants to make less and this kind of is in some ways forcing that to happen. We're probably going to get a lot less news about things currently in development. No one can be like signed up for like new um, acting roles and there's no auditions going on or anything like that. So things that, like all that all going to kind of start slowing up. But yeah, it's going to be a mess. Hopefully they do come to um, an agreement soon. The sooner the better. Same thing with the writers. The fact that they're now together on strike hopefully means we're going to see things sorted out and they're going to come to an agreement. This kind of ties into our next few stories. So Bob Iger appeared on the CNBC and did a, about a 45 minute interview. One of the things he did talk about was the strike. He did say that they are not being realistic and that's really and some other things as well but it really kind of blew back on Bob Iger. A lot of people not happy with him talking about it especially being at a billion dollar retreat and he's on like stupidly amount of money and saying about how he hasn't got you know they've not got enough money to pay everyone and it's like you're not really in a good position to do this really put his foot in it i don't know why he's, i mean I, I can understand why he had to talk about it but yeah it, it didn't come across very well and it, it's it's just yeah that was a really bad goof i think on his part um he, he just looked out of touch and ultimately right now you know, not necessarily, like I say, you're not looking at the people that are making big bucks, but the people that are working there, people that are working, you know, they need a fair wage, they need to be able to live, they need to be able to, you know, buy groceries, not live in their cars, etc. You know, things like this, these are basic stuff that the studios do need to pay, and we're going to see some big changes to streaming in order to do this, because the traditional methods of doing releases is going to be changing, and this is something that um, Bob Iger spoke about. First off, he doesn't really believe that linear television is something that's now core to Disney. Um, they are going to be looking to potentially sell off the linear channel. So what that means is like ABC, Freeform, FX, they might actually end up selling those channels. Now it's important that it doesn't, he didn't, he did go on to kind of clarify that he, he likes the, he wants the content because he needs it for the streaming service, but he doesn't need the linear network. The way of distributing it through linear networks is not needed the same way as it more. They're making a lot less money and that money is dropping every single year. And so they are shifting to streaming as the focus. And yeah, so they could end up selling some channels. They could end up some closing some channels. They've already done this internationally here in the UK. They've closed down pretty much most of the channels except for National Geographic. They're closing down channels across Asia. There's also reports as well of Disney looking to maybe sell or sort of do something with its Indian operations where it has like 80 channels. You know, they've also closed down channels in like Australia, etc. So it wouldn't be at all surprised if we start seeing some uh, linear channels closing down and maybe they can sell them off to other companies. I think it might be a good idea for them to maybe keep hold of like the main ABC channel and use that as like a showcase channel for some of their stuff. But yeah, Disney are going all in on streaming and linear is something that they know is just something that's getting worse and worse and yeah they, they want to make the jump and um, be a bit more leaner and essentially linear television is no longer core to their business um, so i think we're going to see some big changes um, coming up with that on there some other things he talked about during this interview he said that hulu and disney plus in the us would be merging by the end of this calendar year because uh, he wants, it was all about talking about the idea of less churn, um, more engagement, and just having more content for um, people to enjoy. And a combined offering is much better. He said that legally they can get around it, even though Comcast owns a third of it. I think it's because technically for a while it's going to be like you have to pay separately so they can do it like that. But yeah, we, they are looking now. He, pretty, he literally said the word merging. You know, they're looking to get that sorted soon. So yeah, we are going to be seeing 
Disney Plus and Hulu together in the US, like it pretty much is internationally now, you know, with the Star Hub. Um, so yeah, so that was pretty good that we've got confirmation of that one there. Um, I wouldn't be at all surprised if they kind of change some of the other businesses and stuff that they're into, like with Hulu. No real mention of like Hulu Live or anything like that. But again, these are all businesses that are just getting smaller and smaller each year. There's no growth in it. You know, they can't make any more out of it, and that's a, a big problem. Some of the other things he spoke about during this interview included the idea that Marvel and Star Wars um, have been suffering from the studios trying to make too much content, that they've lacked focus, and essentially putting the blame on putting too much content out on Disney Plus and we are going to and they're going to be pulling back on the amount of content they make. Now we knew this was happening anyway. Um, we've known about this for a while. Kevin Feige has talked about it. Um, and yeah, so we expect to see a lot less Marvel and Star Wars moving forward. Obviously they've got some stuff in the can which might help them maybe they just need to focus. Less projects, be able to um, put out better quality. I think the audience is also burned out on having too much stuff. I do think putting out two, three, four Star Wars series a year is too much. I think one works really well, you know, maybe one in a film. I think with Marvel as well, trying to do four films and five series and like animated stuff, because that was the plan for this year, was just too much. They really have kind of overcooked it. And now a lot of um, comments and stuff that I've seen about the kind of the talk about Star Wars and Marvel sort of being um, toned down and having less of it. You know, the people saying, well, I only subscribe to Disney Plus for that. If they don't have that, I'm going to leave. And this is where the Hulu aspect comes in, because internationally we have less of this. Because if you're getting shows like The Bear and Only Murders in the Building and you've got, you know, Justified and you've got, you know, Reservation Dogs, it's going to keep adult entertainment on there that you're going to want to watch because it's, you know, good television and it's not just all of, because that's, I think, the biggest problem that Disney Plus has had is that it's just been focused around uh, sort of Marvel and Star Wars really in the US because there's big Hulu problem. But when you start having Disney firing on all cylinders and putting all their efforts through a much more um, solidified system, I think we're going to see an improvement. And yeah, the, we won't need as much reliance on Marvel and Star Wars to pull in subscribers because... You know, if you've got like The Bear this month and you've got Only Murders in the Building next month and you've got, you know, you've got other shows that are good for adults just, rather than just Marvel and Star Wars. So I think that is where we're going to be going. So that's good. He also spoke about some other things as well um, and really kind of level on the fact of like with ESPN, they might look to bring in a partner, a strategic partner, he called it. And they're talking to other people that could be like... Amazon, Apple, maybe even Comcast, um, about maybe selling off a chunk of uh, ESPN to them to be able to launch the streaming platform, depending on what they can offer. I mean, I wouldn't be at all surprised if maybe Comcast was involved in that so they didn't have to pay out for Hulu. That could be, you know, so here's 20% of ESPN and we don't, maybe that's one way of doing it. Or maybe bringing like an Apple or something like that to, um, so they can put it on their systems and stuff. So again, they're not looking at getting completely out of sports, but they are looking at maybe divesting some of it so there's less pressure on them and a bit i think we are going to see a much leaner disney much more focused you know we're going to be seeing as well like with pixar and the animated films and stuff they're going to be much more focused you know he also spoke about don't not wanting to be in a culture war um and just a whole host of different things. It was a very long interview, watched it all, um, very worth checking out. You find like, links to all the articles below and they've all got like clips and stuff here. But a lot of information coming out of that interview, very much I think setting up the fact that Disney Plus is something that they're focused on streaming, but they're gonna continue to go through um, the sort of the, the traditional system where it goes to cinemas, digital, physical, 
Disney Plus. Disney Plus is going to be at the bottom of the pile. It's no longer at the top because they don't make any money when they do that. You know, I think we're going to get used to that there being the new system. Um, yeah, so we are going to be seeing a bit of a change coming in with all that there. And obviously, I think this big slowdown with the writer's strike and the actor's strike is going to impact on all of this. But yeah, it's it was certainly a big day for news. Um, yeah, so <laughs> there we go. Let me know what you think about all of this in the comments below. Um, yeah, just, yeah, there's so much to like. So it's a bit of a long one today, so um, I'll be back on Sunday with a live Q&A. Go check us out over at whatsonatdisneyplus.com, and I shall see you guys soon. Laters.